0: If you're ready to start getting the clutter out, you're looking to take on a more clutter-free life, maybe even minimalism, and you're just wanting to know like the lowest barrier and most effective method for getting started, well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Following these simple steps is going to make sure that the process is low barrier, a lot easier. You'll notice that none of the steps that I share today are going to be overwhelming or exhaustive, and that's the point. Following this method that I'm going to share with you helps to remove the overwhelm and the feeling of being paralyzed by your clutter. So the very first step, every single time this is the first step, and really it's the first step in any kind of life change you're wanting to make if you want to be successful, and that's something that I call the what's and the why's what exactly do you want and why do you want it? Now, I know this may seem like stupid simple, but it's really powerful. And let me tell you why. If you don't know what you want, you're going to end up with something else. Let's say you have a junk drawer. They tend to be in the kitchen and you know, it's like always catching random things and you can't find different items like a pen or the nail clippers or batteries or whatever, because they're all shoved into this junk drawer, right? So you decide one day, you know what? I am done with the junk drawer. I'm getting the clutter out. And you do, you go through that drawer, you remove everything, you make it a beautiful, clear, organized little space. right? What happens a couple of months later? Psychology says that if you don't take any further action than just going through that physical removing things, your habits and your routines are going to take back over and that junk drawer is going to yet again, be a junk drawer in a couple of months. So how do you stop that from happening? Well, the easiest way to stop that from happening is to have a clear vision for the space in the first place. Okay. So before you even remove anything out of the drawer, give that drawer some kind of a purpose. Because purpose transforms whatever is currently happening inside of that space clutter-wise. So maybe you transform that space into like a little post office station where you keep your stamps and your envelopes and your letters. Does anybody even send mail anymore? Or maybe more realistically, you put your dish rags in that drawer. In the past, when I noticed that a drawer was starting to get you know all the random little miscellaneous things in the kitchen, I turned it into a rag holder. So all of our dish cloths and everything would be folded and neatly put in there. And that deters other people from putting things in that drawer too, because now it has a solidified purpose that's true on a grander scale as well. If you have a vision of what you want for, let's say, your dining room that maybe everybody is currently coming in and like throwing their bags and their jackets and all their random stuff at the end of the day on the dining table, if maybe that's the first place that they see, removing the clutter isn't going to be enough to make that space hold up. So you need to have a vision for the space that you can follow through, as well as a plan and a vision for what you want to happen with the stuff that's currently ending up on it. So really, it's just about getting clear on exactly what you're Wanting to experience inside of that space. Now, this is where it gets really fun and really deep, and you start pulling in kind of the energy of your space because our spaces are holistic. They're not just physical walls and stuff that's around you. You know, they invoke feelings, they give you certain energies, certain moods, certain levels of calmness or inspiration. Like our environments are capable of achieving all of these things. So, you really want to get down to what is it that you want to experience inside every space of your home. And that may be different for different spaces. So for your bathroom, you may want to have kind of a spa-like relaxed vibe, right? But you may want to have a very different vibe for your office area where you're wanting to be more awake and alert and inspired to create new things. You might want to have a little more of a a poppy inspirational wake up vibe. So this is something that you really should consider for every space inside of your home in order to get that holistic benefit that I really love teaching about. A lot of times when people try and fail and end up doing these decluttering cycles on repeat, it's because they just didn't really know what they wanted in the first place. They did not have a clear vision. They just went in and immediately started tossing things without really having an idea of what they wanted to feel, experience, and create inside of that space. The plan for creating is just as important as removing the clutter itself. So this is a low barrier entry point. It'll really start to get the momentum, get the ball rolling, It's you inspired and motivated to take action, but it's also gonna make your results last longer. Coupled with that, which kind of merges together, is your why. Now, your why could be its own separate step, but because the two influence each other so much and they're kind of intertwined, I do like to share about them in the same step because you'll notice when you start planning your space and creating what you're wanting, that big vision for your space, your why is going to influence that. Why you want that space is really gonna influence that. Maybe your why could be that you're wanting to have dinner with your families there. And right now everybody's grabbing their food and taking it off to their own room because it always has junk on it. And it's just kind of a catch-all space. And you would really love, you have this vision of you guys All sitting down together at the table, having dinner together, and just really enjoying it as the space that it was intended to be. And you're not really sure how to get there, but that's what you want, okay? So having that vision mixed with that why is what's going to give you the power. So really, the why, the reasons behind what we do is like the fuel that gets you from where you are to where you want to be. So it's like if you have a car and you're going in a direction, the direction is the what, it's the vision of what you're wanting. But the fuel, the gas that you put in the car to get you there, that's going to be your why. And the reason is because we as humans do things for reasons. We need to have a why foundation in order to take action and to stick with things when things get difficult. And when you're going through all of your belongings and you start going through all of that mental and emotional clutter and making decisions and start feeling overwhelmed, having that solid why is what's going to help push you and power you through that to get to what you want. So I know like whenever I ask this question, a lot of people right off the bat are like, well, I just want the clutter gone. That's what I want. Why do I want it? Because I don't like clutter. And those are very superficial. And sure, you can, you can go with that if you don't want to dig any deeper. But I'm just telling you, you're going to have better results if you dig a little bit deeper. So for me personally, you may have heard my story before. When I first came into this whole holistic clutter-free spaces lifestyle and it was a process for me. It was, you know, over the course of a couple of years. My why was that I had two little girls, a 2-year-old and a 4-year-old, and I had just gotten divorced. And I've had like a history of things like depression and anxiety and hormonal imbalances and you know my energy kind of in the past has done this. Now Just, I'll tell you that it's very much stabled out now. But at that time, my energy was like all over the place. And so I knew that there were going to be days where I just did not have the motivation and the energy to be at 100%, to be at the top of my game. So I talk about this a lot that, you know, my reason for creating clutter-free spaces and for moving into this lifestyle to begin with was that I wanted to have a support system in place. I wanted a space that was going to be supportive for me and for my girls and that was going to not fall apart whenever I needed to take a break. So that was a powerful enough why for me to be like, I'm going to figure this thing out. This is where we are going, right? This is my vision. This is where we are going. And my why was powerful enough to get me there. So when you have a powerful why to get you to the end result, maybe it's that you're tired all the time and you're tired of being low energy and you're tired of blowing all of your time on, you know, doing piles and piles of laundry. And you've just given up on cleaning off the counter space because people just keep putting more and more things there. And it's become this whole like defeated mentality and it's making you feel bad about your Your confidence is low and you know, it just topples out into all of these different areas. So maybe your why is that you want to reclaim your space. You want to have more energy. You want to have more time and you just want to feel better about yourself and feel better inside of the home that's supposed to be your haven. So it's not necessarily fast work. You may need to sit there and journal on it a little bit and really dig deep on what it is that you want from your spaces, what you wanna feel, why it's important to you, what you're currently experiencing that you don't wanna experience anymore and just get really down to the heart of that. So step number two, is you got to know where you currently are, right? So I I like to say I'm very geographically challenged. If you were to drop me off somewhere, even in the middle of the city that I live in and not give me a map or any indication of where I am and tell me to go home (laughs) without GPS, obviously, um, I'm going to have a really hard time getting there. It's going to take me a really long time to make it from where I am to where I want to be because I don't know where I am currently. So assessing where you are is really all about self-awareness. And self-awareness is the roadmap. So let's go back to that whole car example I was giving, right? You got the car, your destination is the what, the fuel, the gas in the car is the why. So you're all gassed up, you're ready to go, but you don't know where you are. The third piece is that you need to know where you currently stand in order to get to where you want to be. So this is really just taking an evaluation of what's going on inside of your home. Why do you have the clutter that you have? What's holding you back? Um, what do you feel usually whenever you start getting ready to get rid of something and then you hold yourself back? What is it that you're feeling? What, where's the resistance coming from? Because, you know, like the clutter isn't difficult. We are. If you haven't seen my video on this is why you have so much clutter, I'll go ahead and put it in the card up above me. But it goes into why we hold on to things and why we have this resistance. It's all about resistance and letting go. The clutter isn't difficult. It's not hard to put things in a box and carry it out to the trash or a donation center or, you know, give it to somebody. That's not hard. The physical actions usually are not the hardest part. The hard part is making the decisions to let the things go being okay with letting go, moving forward, you know, taking the actions, releasing whatever mental attachments you have to those things, whatever emotional attachments you feel when you're going through them. So assess where you are with that. You know, you can foreshadow, where am I gonna have the most hangups? Maybe that you do that area last, or maybe you need a little more time to work through the whole mental process of that before you even go to tackle that area and you start somewhere else. Another part of assessing where you are is assessing the current situation that's happening around you. And I say this because a lot of people don't see their clutter. It's like you're only aware of what your brain feels like is urgent. A lot, The rest of it just kind of starts blending in with the walls eventually. One trick that I've heard people use is taking a picture of your space, like take a picture of your living room, and now all of a sudden you're noticing things that you didn't notice before, and there's a lot of clutter there that you're just not used to noticing because your brain has marked it as unimportant information that's always there. So becoming like intentionally aware of your spaces and your surroundings what exists there you know one thing that i like to tell people to do is a floor check to intentionally look at the floor real estate in each of your rooms and pay attention to everything that's touching the floor What all is touching the floor? Is it furniture? If it's not furniture, why is it touching the floor? Does it need to be? Is it boxes of stuff? Is it like, can you count three different floor lamps that are on the floor? You know, It really just brings this whole other state of awareness to your surroundings and your space and how you're using your space. So again, awareness is the roadmap. Knowing where you are is important in order to get to where you wanna be. So those first steps, the what, the why, the awareness, those are the scaffolding for your success inside of your home, for creating a holistic and clutter-free space. Once you get those down and dialed in, you're already gonna feel so much more confident. So the only other thing that you really need before you get started is to have an effective strategy. So an effective strategy is not walking into your overcluttered basement and just diving in. (laughs) How do you feel whenever you walk into a space that's like got just mounds of clutter all over it or maybe like somebody's dumped out a whole bunch of boxes of clutter on the floor? How does that make you feel when you walk into that situation with the intention of taking care of it and decluttering it? Does it make you feel like motivated and inspired or does it make you feel paralyzed by the clutter and like you'd rather just run away and watch Netflix. Exactly. It's not inducive to progress and it's not inducive to a pleasant experience. And I found that the people who are able to find fun and pleasantness in the experience of creating their spaces, which believe it or not, can be a fun experience, the people who are able to tap into that and find it are much more successful in creating the spaces they want and in following through with getting the clutter out in the first place. It's easier and better if you have an effective strategy. An effective strategy is also going to keep you from just spinning your wheels and burning your energy needlessly because a lot of times we try to multitask, which I'm sure you've heard a million times is totally inefficient. It wastes your time. It burns your energy. Having that effective strategy is going to give you even more confidence and allow you to tap into this could be a pleasant experience creating something that's going to be better for my life in the long run so if you're really like yes i'm ready to dive into this and make an amazing space i'm going to create my what and why i'm going to assess where i am and get my whole plan together and this is going to be an awesome fun experience for me and you're ready for the next step then i recommend you watch my holistic clutter free formula it's a free masterclass where i share the five ingredients for a holistic clutter free space It's linked down in the description as well as the four-step checklist to decluttering your stuff, which will just help you to reframe the whole idea of decluttering in a checklist because it's divided into four types of categories that you're probably not used to thinking about. I'll catch you next week.